Hi there, Hopeless Joy here, wishing you all peace, love, and happiness. Welcome back and thank you for joining me on this stained glass spirituality fun fest. I call my soul journey. The world is changing. Why don't you? Change is as grand as we intend it to be. How can I be a better version of me? I'm learning new things every day and I'm so thankful for that. Today, let's talk about changing for the better after the dark night of the soul. When Eckhart Tolle talks about the dark night of the soul, the dark night of the soul is a term that goes back a very long time. And yes, I have experienced it also. It is a term used to describe what one could call a collapse of a perceived meaning in life, an eruption into your life of a deep sense of meaningless, depression. The inner state in some cases is very close to what is conveniently called depression. Nothing makes sense anymore. There's no purpose to anything. Sometimes it's triggered by some external event, some disaster on an external level, like everything that's going on in the world right now, perhaps. It can happen if something happens that you can't explain away anymore. Some disaster which seems to invalidate the meaning that your life ever had before. Really, what actually had collapsed then is the whole conceptual framework for your life. The meaning that your mind had given it. So that results in a dark place. There is the possibility that you emerge out of that into a transformed state of consciousness. And life has meaning again. No longer a conceptual meaning that you can necessarily explain, but it's like an awakening, a rebirth, a huge change. People awaken out of their conceptual sense of reality that already collapsed. That part of your life is done. Awaken into something more deeper, more meaningful, no longer based on just concepts in your mind, a deeper sense of purpose or connectedness with a greater life that is not dependent on explanations or anything conceptual any longer, like a, a rebirth, a leveling up. Dark night of the soul is the kind of death that you die, but what dies is the egoic sense of yourself. Some people who've gone through this transformation realize that we have to go through that in order to bring about a spiritual awakening. Death of the old self and birth of the true self. What is meaningful to you now? Change is good grand as we intend it to be. There are so many little things that you can do to change your life. Many times we put our eyes on the newest and shiniest and biggest things out there. But the fact remains that as determined as we are to make significant changes and do big things, there are distractions. 
We can only reach the height of big things in our life when we fix some small things that are kind of blocking our way. Positive change is good. Life has a lot of experiences and lessons, and only if we gather the right experiences from those lessons, we will not get the best, or we will get the best out of what we do. The constant thing about life is change. No matter what you do, you cannot avoid change. The more we resist change, the more miserable our life becomes. And to give heed to change, we should ensure we plan it and take it gradually as our routines can permit. These routines and positive habits can help create a good life. We can, however, not avoid the expected from happening, as we all are well aware right now. But what we can do is set a sample of what we want for ourselves when the unexpected does happen. This is where our power of choice comes in. Using this power of choice allows us to change our lives. And that is the fulcrum of what we are going to be working on today. Your power of choice to craft out something beautiful for our lives. And remember to make wise choices. You do not need a parachute to skydive. You need a parachute to skydive twice. Positive change. Make your bed daily. Making your bed and how you make it can be one of those ways to tell how organized you are. Even if you're not going out or have an appointment, keeping a routine, keep yourself clean. As soon as you make your bed, clean your bed, do the next thing, clean yourself. Like Rachel Hollis says, wash your face, wash your mouth and have a bath, have a shower. Even if you're not going out, keep a clean routine and keep up with the world news. Have some idea of what is going on in the world, but don't let it get to you. Have some positive motivation, a vision board, a poster, a saying. It seems trivial, but staying motivated can help get rid of procrastination. And that's when I'm going to get back to those to-do lists. Make to-do lists that are doable. And check those things off. Even if it's to say you're going to read for five minutes. Five minutes from one book. Check it off if you did it. It's easy. Even if you are saying positive affirmations. Even if you only say five once or twice. Check it off your list. When you can see a checked off to-do list before you go to bed, it's like setting yourself up for progress. Getting daily exercise. If you can get out and get a 10 minute walk, it'll improve your, produ your productivity. I swear the magic behind exercise comes when you are faithful to exercise. Um, you can also, while you're exercising, you're, you can exercise your mind. 
you tend to see its effect after being consistent at it for at least 21 days. And during this pandemic, I attest, exercise will help reduce your stress levels. And during exercise, your body secretes hormones that will help your body relax and prepare it for the day's activities. If you can try to maintain a sleep schedule or even try to get up a little bit earlier than you normally do, sleep can be refreshing. Try to pay it forward. Do something nice for someone you know could use the help. Bake cookies for your neighbors. Volunteer. True acts of kindness. You don't need to worry about time or money. Just be passionate without the expectation of anything in return. How about try to grow a garden? When I had my yard back in Minnesota, I had no problem growing herbs and cherries and raspberries. And I, I miss that living in the desert. But nurturing plants teaches patience. Not only will gardening give you something beautiful to do, you're contributing to your environment. Looking out your window and seeing beautiful plants and flowers, it gives you pride for having a beautiful environment. That's back to that keeping clean. I would love to be like my aunties. They are so good at replying to mail or holidays or sending cards. I am trying to commit myself to sending thank you notes. Our mailbox, our snail mail, our emails, our, they can just accumulate without you responding to them and you will leave what you think are unimportant, unattended to. Show your loved ones you love them. Keep in touch regularly, even if it's monthly, work on weekly then. And for Pete's sakes, drink a glass of water before you go to bed. Drink a glass of water as soon as you get up. It's an easy positive habit and water is so good when you're thirsty and it's therapy and it's helpful in reducing stress levels and it helps improve metabolism and it's free and it's within your reach and sometimes it will cost you nothing. Small positive activities go a very long way when we can handle these big things. But we mustn't lose touch of all these small little things. The more we are perfect in them, the more productive we become. And don't forget to embrace your perfect imperfections. You need to take care of you. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. You love you. You are so amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Universe, gods, spirits, angels, guides, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things that I can, the wisdom to know the difference between right and wrong, as well as love and hate, to live every day like it may be my last, and enjoying 
one moment at a time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My darlings, my loves, learn and be mentally bulletproof. Sit straight, smile, and have the fierce confidence to choose who you will become. The world is changing. Why don't you? Until we meet again.